Welcome to the Detroit Chopra Podcast, a place where we talk about finding your purpose and turning it into millions. This show is for my heart-centered hustlers who want to manifest a life of abundance and find freedom through doing what they love. I'm your host, Elton Anderson Jr. Now let's get into these good vibes. Ooh. Hey guys, so again, this is Elton Anderson, aka Detroit Chopra. And you know, I love this podcast. Every episode is just a new moment for me to have conversations with people I admire and people who are really out here changing the world step by step. And today is no different. I have the one, the only, Glopra. <laughs> What's up, sis? What up, Elton? How's it going? Thank you for having me. I am good. So, Glow, I got a secret. I just want to start the whole episode with a secret. Let's do it. Let's go. I might be your biggest fan. (laughs) On the low, I I literally am a Glow fanboy. I started the club. I got the merch. I can't stand you. I got head wraps, Glow head wraps. (laughs) I got... What else I got? Well, coffee if, you started, bugs. if you started my fan club, I started yours because I feel like the support has been so mutual and the admiration and adoration of what we've respectively built for ourselves is, yeah, it just makes sense. So, I <laughs> so how are you doing? I uh, We've been talking for these past couple of weeks yeah. and most importantly, we just met in real life. No, I know. We're not going to say where because the people don't oh, like, you know no, where. <laughs> no, you live on Earth. That's the best I'm going to give the people. Gloria lives on a city on Earth. That's all I got yes. for you. And when we were able to fly to a place to meet up, it was such a dope time. Look at me, I love it. I love. I love how you protect your boundaries in your space it is so it is such an inspiring thing to see somebody put down exactly how they want to be presented treated and show up in the world how did you find that that (laughs) look i i almost had no choice after some of the experiences that I had. I was like you, like, and here's the thing, we're both very approachable and and friendly people. And I think when you have that, I guess, characteristic, people don't, there is no boundary and people will constantly overstep them. And I've had situations where my security and my privacy and my safety was compromised because I had a a kind of like a stalkerish kind of person trying to track me down. And it's happened both on my travels and both when I was uh, stateside as well. And when I realized I've been here for a year now and I literally made an entire video about, you know, where I'm living, why I decided on it and it's edited and everything. And the day before I was supposed to release it, I was like, no, no, no. Like if I open this door of my, of my location, I can't close that back. Yes. Now people will feel like they have a certain level of access to me because of proximity. Proximity yes. is a really confusing thing. People feel like you're close because you're close. Right, and it's right, right. Like, no, like I, I wouldn't be kicking it <laughs> like <laughs> this, you know, if I was in another state. So I don't want to confuse anyone just because I'm in your city or because, you know, I, I don't like to give off that impression that I'm accessible. And here's the thing. Digitally, I am. I give so much of myself, time, effort, 
energy to so many people. I need something for myself. Oh, they could binge you all day. Here you go. It's a whole website podcast. What you want? You can, you can have a whole Gloria day. Look, you know, and you, not coming to my house for tea. And that's the thing, like LT, because you have such good energy. So you you are a magnet to people. Like people want to be around you because they know, like you make them feel good. And it's a blessing and a curse because it's like a lot of times we get ourselves in one-sided situations where you leave a conversation feeling drained because you did so much pouring and just inspiring and encouraging, you have nothing left for yourself. And so I'm so active and intentional about curating and cultivating my space so that I'm I'm full. I was, I was on E, operating on E for years. I can't do that anymore. I do get that a lot. I do get people feeling comfortable, but it feels great. You know, yeah. it, it feels great when I used to need validation. Are we going to talk about it? Let's go there. Because <laughs> I used to need validation. I used to need attention because I had not done the work on myself. Yep. I had been afforded the luxury, the privilege or whatever of allowing my outside, like the Elton that I'm giving, like I'll post a thirst trap. I'll, you know, it's like you get to a point where you know what people like from you. <laughs> yeah. And you give that constantly. And I wasn't giving my authentic self. And it wasn't until I went through my whole breakdown, breakthrough, that I was able to uh, realize two things. Number one, uh, I got to self-love. And the more you love yourself, the more you can have boundaries because anybody that is offended by your boundary it's probably taking advantage of the lack of it. And I learned that, I learned that, I learned that. And I was like, wow. And the second thing I learned uh, was that I'm an introvert because I don't get energy from people. <laughs> I literally, I can be in a room of 3000 people and I will, I do not get energy. And that's what introvert and extrovert is. Yeah. It's the exchange. I'm always giving. And mm -hmm. so being able to say that I'm an introvert, it also helps me to escape because I'm like, hey, I'm an introvert. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Introverts unite. I, I didn't. I think travel turned me into into an introvert. I don't know about you, yeah. but after a few countries, like I was very extroverted. I felt like I was energized by being around people, being in these foreign environments. And then it got to a point where there was a sensory overload. I'm constantly at the mercy of a language I don't understand, words I can't read, currency that don't make sense to me. And I think that turned me into someone who needed to be a little bit more introspective when I was in these countries. Like, let me let me observe, let me sit back. And I realized that actually charged me. And so mm -hmm. I'll be like, or at least I tapped into my introverted side around 26. I'm 30 now. So I love look, look, this introverted side, I, I'm I, it's cozy here. I prefer. <laughs> So speaking of introvert, because you, your travel story is insane. I used to be like, this girl is nuts, y'all. You be, you would be sleeping on ten dollar buses, and you loved a hostel and a and a couch surf. I think I don't know. It was watching you, watching what you did to the world. Like that's like you happened to the world. <laughs> You did. You did. You were like, uh, 
I'm gonna just be out here. I don't know if it's the Nigerian in you or the Aries in you, because those are two. What are you talking about? A Nigerian Aries? <laughs> you can, <Woo>! yeah. <laughs> Lord, all that fire. It's it's a force. Yeah, I would say that's a really good point. I don't know if it's more being Nigerian or more being Aries. One thing about Aries is that <laughs> we're very impressionable people. We love to stay busy and occupied and we can birth ideas overnight. It's like we're idea machines and we are very excitable people, you know? So I think we live for that thrill and adventure. The Nigerian in me is the persistent, the grinder, the hustler, the one that's gonna figure it out and ain't going ain't wait for nobody. <laughs> At all. And you know, because I'm a Liberian, so we're more docile people. <laughs> but I feel you on the West African love. So yeah, tell me more. Tell me a little bit more about the travel journey, but not like, oh, I went to this country. You're not going to do that anyway. But more so about the journey within. Like, what did the journey without do for your journey within? I love that question because I think for a lot of us travelers, we go the distance to travel and experience so much, but the most important journey is the one that connects head to heart and going inward, like you mentioned. And I think for myself, I was so conditioned and I lived such a restricted childhood, growing up a pastor's daughter, one of six kids, middle child, Nigerian household, that Gloria did it, you know, we couldn't watch TV, couldn't listen to music. Everything was, you would do this, you would do this, and you will say this. <laughs> want to I do it there was no it was like you were told what to do who to be and so traveling for me I was like I had agency over my life for the first time ever I could be who I wanted I could unlearn all of these mm -hmm. aspects of my identity and what a woman could be and I love it because I got, I got to relearn and redefine who I wanted to be and how I wanted to show up in the world. And I was constantly humbled by the stories of other people and the journeys that other people were on. And I, I, I joke that I feel like I've been 30, 30 years old for eight years because <laughs> I remember being 22 and still at that, and, and at that age, always feeling like I could always relate to older people. And as a kid, I never really fit in in school. And so I would hang out with my teachers and in college with my professors. Wow. <laughs> always been an old soul. You're so. an old soul. I see it. <laughs> I, I see it. But yeah, travel was an adventure for me. And it was a way to kind of redefine life and start over. Wow. And so you did all the travel um, and you were so open and sharing your journey. I I think that's what made me a fan. Today, what I'm seeing and what I'm seeing in this world, and it, I think it was exacerbated by last year with that shift. Yeah. But the thing that I'm seeing that is so beautiful is that people are being their authentic selves. And it's the authenticity that makes me like be attracted to a person. And it's that's what I think so many people need to hear. Yeah. Like we, we spend so much time trying to build a brand and we'll get a logo. We'll get uh, freaking pictures done. We'll get all these things done, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Right. But when you're building a business, mm. 
but you're building an authentic business that relies on the core of who you are. Look, Elton, let me tell you where it started. I remember like, especially as a girl, you grow up and you realize that you realize very young that like, you, if you're pretty, you can have anything you want. Yes. I was not pretty. <laughs> Girl, you're cute. First of all, don't slander my guest. Don't slander my guest. You're fine. I grew up in ugly duck. No, no, my like I I I grew into my body and into myself like around 20, 19, 20. But up until 19, I was like, I was a person guys went to to holler at my friends. Like they weren't coming for me. They were coming like, hey, yo, homegirl. You know, and I accepted that role. But here's the thing, Elton. I got really good at realizing that. If I don't have the looks, I better develop a damn good personality. I better have a core to me. I better have a spirit or an energy that's intoxicating and makes people want to hang out with me. Because, and I, and I love that. Sometimes I'm just like, man, if I could only just look like this and have these features and you see what uh, what's bringing other people attention and you covet that and you want that, but you don't realize until you're older, like, man, that forced me to have a personality, to mm-hmm. actually develop a skill. And now you the whole package. Look at that. Five <laughs> and funny. Story, storytelling for me was how I just that that was just my jam. And I love telling stories. And I think the the the, the truest and the best thing we all have to offer is our story. And you, you don't fabricate it because you are you're the author. You're the only one that's gonna be able to tell your story because of your experiences, your identity, your labels, your culture, your upbringing. All of that makes you so unique and magical. And so I would just step into my magic. I saw other travel bloggers, gorgeous, dope, had a lot of money. I was like, wow. I ain't got none of that. <laughs> what, what, I, what do I got left? I, I had to tap into like something that made me different. And it's already there. Like, that's the thing. It's already there. And that was a little bit of my issue because I had I had the ugly duckling situation going on. I had really bad cystic acne. Um, and like I had to like these yellow teeth and I, you know, and being gay and knowing that I was gay my whole life, I couldn't love the outside, nor could I love the inside because you gay, you going to hell. First, first plane ticket to hell. And so I had internalized a lot of those things. So I created an Elton that could survive and thrive. Mm. And it wasn't until I got to like the height of my career with the television show, the commercials, the photography that I was like, yo, I'm successful, but I'm not myself. So mm-hmm. it's so that's why I'm so gravitated towards you and your journey, because it's been like that courage. Mm. Can we talk about that? Like, is it courage or is it insanity? Like, is it courage or crazy to mm. be yourself? Oh, courage or crazy. That's <laughs> segment of your podcast courage or crazy <laughs> because oh that's a good question i think it's a, it's a mixture of both it's like this hybrid approach of like let me do something that no one else is doing because it's going to set me apart courage but then crazy i don't care what people think anymore and if you are going to try to embarrass me i i would own my story i'm like you can't shame me for staying in a hostel if I shared pictures of how dope it is. <laughs> like I'm like what other people have shame around because I didn't. I, I lived below the poverty line until I was 27 years old. That could bring shame to a lot of people. I was like, let me own that story so someone else who has that truth can see themselves in me and see how I'm able to still fight through it. 
I was like, I never let my pockets define me, my circumstances, because everything is temporary. The impermanence of life is what motivated me. Whether it's good or bad, it's not going to be forever. <laughs> wow. No, it's. I just had an aha moment, Glopra. I just had an aha moment because I realized that um, I didn't have the courage to do that. Wow. I didn't have the courage to do that. Like, I was living my life as an actor. I was given Oscar buzz because I could not show that real size. So that's that's interesting that you had that from within. And I see right now you have a shirt that says create. Create every day. Every day. <laughs> and one of the things that I am so, again, I'm so obsessed with authenticity mm-hmm. and I love when people create themselves, right? And so like, that's how I look at like Cardi B. I'm like, wow, she took scraps. Yup. She took everything that she didn't have to get to where she is. Yep. And um, and I also follow a couple of people online. Do you know this girl? She her Instagram name is Young BBQ. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. She's a dancer. <laughs> Yo. So dope. Glow. <laughs> This is this is my uh, you better pop and lock. That's why I'm gonna keep this video. I'm gonna keep it. I am also that's another person I'm a fan club of because this girl, you know, most people when they want to dance, right? Um, they're like, Oh, I gotta go to Juilliard or Alvin Ailey, I gotta take all these classes, I gotta learn ballet, contemporary, I gotta do all these things, right? And they put all these things before their actual passion. And she didn't do that. She said, I got this phone. I got these little yellow shoes and and I got this street. (laughs) (laughs) I might do my hair. I might not, but I'm gonna give you these, this eight count. I'm gonna (laughs) give you this, this 16 count. And I just love that so many people are being truly authentic because you see she went she has a million followers and endorsement deals she's giving you all these things so what i want to know kind of like what inspired like who inspired you is there has there been anybody that that whose authenticity has really inspired you i think everyone can kind of like look at mama oprah (laughs) and Mm -hmm. what she's been able to do and trailblaze and pioneer for anybody black, you know, right. she's always been a, a symbol and beacon of like, whatever you set your mind to, you can do. And I think just, obviously we, you know, we, we grew up on hip hop, we love music, but I would just see artists and the way, like Missy Elliott, you just think about what mm. she did for hip hop. That's Her, a good one. The way she approached music videos, I was like, this is so different. And even though she would like do something that no one's ever done before, she would become like the new standard. And I loved how every time she reinvented herself, it became a trend. And she didn't follow trends, she set them. And I was like, that is so dope. Whatever I do, I want to be someone like that, who like creates the trends. Doesn't matter what everyone else is doing, like people are gonna follow your moves. Yeah, it's crazy. She's so unique, she's so individual that we can't even, nobody can even do a versus with her. I know. Like, that's how you know you are tired. Yeah. People are like, dang, I can't really. She just, a, a league of her own. That part. 
I love that you brought up reinvention. So I've been binging you, you know, I, I've been missing you because Glow has been um, in hermit stage for quite some time. And I'll be texting her, I'll be all scared, like, hey, friend, just saying hi. <laughs> Don't want nothing. I love I, how you are so cognizant of my boundaries that you're just like, I could feel the, the delicacy in your teeth. I'd be, be erasing and typing and like, okay, I'm just going to say hi. <laughs> and you know by now that you you got the access of the people so you are I good appreciate it. so yeah so i was i was i was binging you and i was listening to your podcast and one that uh really stuck out to me was the one about your two words mm. and it's so interesting because you talked about reinvention yeah. with was going to be your word for 2021 <laughs> And I wrote them down and it's almost like your 2020 words are the reverse for me. And your 2021 words are like, it's like we're reversed. So for you guys that don't know, go listen to the episode, but I'm going to give you a sneak peek of her words for 2020 and 2021 and 2020, if I'm correct, were power and permission. Yes. That is so important because people do not give themselves permission yep. let's talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about it <laughs> and here's the thing we it's like we rather someone else give us permission to shine we wait for validation from everybody but ourselves and we got to learn like what does that self-validation look like i know it's very easy to like put someone else's words as like utmost importance so like what we should be doing, especially if you have a business coach, a spiritual coach, mindset coach, and we're like, okay, let me, let me wait for them to give me the green light before I launch this thing. And it's like, no, like, what did your own self-intuition say? And I think yes. I really was like, in 2020, I feel like I lived those words out to its fullest potential. But I was like, yes. I give myself permission. The power that I know my brand, my voice, my platform has, I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to lean all the way in. I'm going to go hard. Like what, what 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 I did before was cute. If you thought that was like, <laughs> you, like watch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so with power and permission, can we both agree that 2020 was the breakout year for you? I mean, are we just going to say it? Or no, it was a little bit of 2019 too. But what do you... I would say 2020 for sure. 2019 yeah. I mentally was my breakout year. 2020, it's like it, my platform caught up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I was already at. And what's dope about that is like when you start positioning and believing yourself, the expansion that is coming for you, when you believe in that, when it actually happens, you're not surprised. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, 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 it's time. Oh, this it's time. <laughs> yeah. But so, Glow, that's where, and that's where I am now. Um, if, I could say my two words for the year, uh, for 2021, they would be um, abundance and consistency. Mm, yep. And I had to give myself permission mm. to even start this podcast, to even start. Uh, I just recently started, uh, I know you're not online, but I recently started a 52-week abundance challenge. Um and I'm so excited about it. I want you to be a part of it. Wow. Let me let me know what to do. It sounds I want, you, 
I want you to be a part of it. So basically, uh, what I'm doing for 52 weeks, because you always see online the little savings challenge where you save a dollar on week one, two dollars on week two, three dollars. And I saw it and I said, but people need to understand that um, your money doesn't need to sit still. Mm-hmm. When people save money, it's going to just sit still it, it, and think about I think about money as water. And if you just have like a still pond, then it's going to be mosquitoes in there and and it's going to get dirty and it's just not going to 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 increase. It's not going to grow. Yeah. And what I realized is that um, I decided to start investing about four five years ago. I was like, I'm a freelancer photographer. I got no 401k. I, I don't know where my next dollar coming from. So, and you know how that is when you don't know where that next dollar coming from, <laughs> you hold on to it. Yep. Like in your life. Yeah. And that's the scarcity mindset. Exactly. And so I decided to invest in 2015 and just kept putting my little ducats in. And last year was like, I made over six figures just off the stock market. And when when that happened, I said, okay, this isn't just for me. Have you ever had that moment like when you got something and you're like, this isn't my this this is a, a gift, so I have to give it to other people. It happened to you, but not for you. And because it happened to you, you need to ha- make it happen for other people. Yes. So I decided I'm gonna be an Indian giver this year and focus on the abundance that I received, I'm like, I'm gonna give it right back to everybody else. And that's how you create that, that in connection. That's how you create that city, everything that tribe. And so like, I'm seeing my, my, my newsletter grow and it, I'm seeing like my podcast grow and uh, it's been great. And it was because I was able to heal Mm-hmm. and reveal which are your words for 2021. <laughs> now, that seems kind of a little backwards because you gave yourself the power and permission last year, but what are you healing? If you we want to be honest, like what's oh, going on? Look, I am an open book. And what's funny is I'm going to tell you my new word because I had another revelation. You switched up words. <laughs> Got it. Okay, let's go. No, let, let's talk about heal and reveal. The reason I wanted those to be my words is because, again, when I tell you Aries, we love to stay busy, but a lot of us don't realize it's a trauma response. We stay busy enough so we don't got to deal with our actual shit. <laughs> we oh, you are talking today. Look, we suppress <laughs> a lot of our pain and our past traumas, and we use busyness and like all the things that we're involved in so that we, we ain't got to think about it. Meanwhile, we got all these dark clouds just, just mm. lingering above ourselves, and we like... Where can I throw like my little son? (laughs) We are so discombobulated. And I think for me, I was like, all right, Glow, I felt like I had made it for myself, but I'm like, let's peel back the curtain and let's actually look at how messy it is back there. What are all the things pushed to the side so that you can find monetary success and whatever type of success? Let's actually deal with everything else because Sure, you can find success in one area, but are you successful in? Do you feel successful in your mind? Like, just really getting to the core of just what it means to be a human, because it is a messy and complex experience. And I think as an entrepreneur, we go through so much that just, 
I mean, it, it feels like such an esoteric world sometimes because. It, oh no. Entrepreneurship is definitely a spiritual journey. <sighs> you're not going to, you're not going to tell me any different. It is a 100% spiritual journey because you have to release so much ego. Oh, constantly. and, and you realize that it's not about selling. It's about serving. That's a nugget. Y'all better write that down. Y'all better write that down. <laughs> but yeah, so heal and reveal. I because I I do have a lot of stuff from my because I I have my dad was deported when I was eleven. He passed when I was twenty two, wow. and just I had a very broken childhood. Very broken with and, six kids, and your mom had to do it. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, power to her. She she did the best she could. Um, even though she did the best she could, I can't ignore the pain that was inflicted on me because of some of the situations we were put in. And I, I was still hurting. I'm still hurting to this day. Ooh. And I have to find like comfort and peace with the fact that like a lot of the brokenness from my childhood is what gave me strength as an adult. And it's like, Lo, you can't have both. You can't have it all. If you got everything you wanted as a child, if you were loved and supported the way you wanted as a child, you would be entitled as an adult. You wouldn't be here today. Huh. I, I, w- I would feel so accustomed to always getting my way, but because I never got it, I ha- I was like, like built and, and crafted into someone that my parents wanted me to be. I had to fight and rebel and find my own way. And during that fight and rebellion, that's when I developed the core of what makes me such a great entrepreneur. So that was what Heal and Reveal was initially. But the reason I changed it to Harmony is because okay. healing is an ongoing lifelong journey. There's never gonna be a destination where I'm like fully, completely healed. Cause you heal one trauma, another's gonna open up. <laughs> or or something else in life. You know, life is, there's always gonna be things you're gonna be healing from. So I was like, instead of trying to force myself to heal in 12 months, let me find harmony and balance and flow with every aspect of my life, with work, with relationships, with family. Like, let me just let me find harmony. So Wow. I like that. I like that. I look at the world as a symphony. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I I have this analogy. Hear me out. Okay. I'm a little crazy. <laughs> so I have this analogy that um, when you think of like, I, I was watching this Ariana Grande performance. I'm the biggest Ariana Grande fan. Oh, okay. yeah. So I'm just going to put that out there. But I was watching one of her performances. She did it with BBC. And what it was, it was her on stage. Then she had this beautiful symphony orchestra. Uh, she had this choir, backup singers. Then it was an audience. And I was looking at the performance and I'm like, this is so beautiful. And it hit me. I was like, this is an analogy for life. Hear me out. Because even though Ariana's on the stage, the audience is just as important as the background singers, as the harps and the strings. And so when you said the word harmony, it made me think of that performance. And it made me think of how I look at life. It's like, we're all in this. Some days you may be in the audience. Mm. And some days you may be a backup singer. Mm -hmm. And one day you may be pulled up on the stage and you have to perform and you got pulled up on that stage friend what what pulled you up on that stage what made you gloriana gloriana grande I can't stand it. I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah. yo 
I think for some of us, we've always known that there was going to be something big we do with our lives. We don't know what capacity. For me, I thought, I'm like, oh, travel, that's just going to be my thing. I'm going to be known to the world as a travel blogger, as a traveler. That's where I'm going to make my mark or whatever. And you kind of feel like you reach a cap in that lane. You're like, okay, well, 80 countries, like, I don't want to like do I what, what I don't want to travel to every country in the world. I don't want to like constantly be on the road. So what is my mark? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I don't even know. Like I I think it's it, it's that there's a there's a quote by Stephen Bartlett. It goes you you can't just be consistent. You have to be consistently experimenting. And I think I constantly was like, okay, well, let me experiment with this. Let me talk about that. I, w- I was willing to go to different places that other travel bloggers weren't because it wasn't safe, literally, because it's like, stay in your lane. You're a travel blogger. Why are you talking about it? <laughs> I was like, look, y'all going to get a little bit of this. Y'all going to get a little bit of that. Yeah. I started venturing that I started to find my voice and fi- started to find where I resonated with the most amount of people. Wow. Well, you resonate with so many people. I've been watching, guys, I've been watching Glow just <laughs> kill 2020. Like, oh my gosh. And, you know, the purpose of this podcast, uh, I said it, I said I don't really, I want to I wanna talk about the, the, the things that people don't see. Mm, yeah, let's do it. When you go through this because I'm on the start of becoming my own brand right now. And I never thought I would do it, but I had to die from malaria and lose some friends and lose myself to be able to have the capacity to be there for other people have the empathy and respond to the things that people need like was there like a moment where you felt like you died or (laughs) i already know the answer but i wanted to talk about it (laughs) yeah absolutely 2019 february 2019 i had emergency operation in malta where they removed a 28 centimeter cyst that was growing on my ovaries and i had let that cyst grow probably for the last nine, 10 months. And it literally, I mean, the, the doctor said it looked like it was a seven month fetus. Like this, it was a size of a seven month fetus when they did the ultrasound. I'm Googling and, 21, 28 centimeters. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Look, look. 11 it. inches. It, it's, 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 it was massive. And the worst part was it only flared sometimes. So right when I felt like, oh, it's gone, I'm good. It would just like, it would explode. And I'm just like, What's causing this flare up? I don't know. I don't care because I'm on the road. I'm getting this money. I'm building my brand. Nothing's going to stop me until it stopped me. And I was bedridden for six weeks under an eight-hour operation where the surgeon tells you, I've never operated on a cyst this big, so I'm going to do my best. What's your insurance look like if we got to transport your body back to the States? And it all gets real within insight. I'm there by myself. I'm just like, within moments, I'm just like, this this life thing, it's not a game. Not a, it ain't about us. It's not about what we can build for ourselves. What are we doing to, to help others? Our legacy is the only thing that survives us. Like, we'll be gone one day. What you build, what you create, what you do with your life, that stays on forever. And yes. that's when I like got real focused on building community and building uh, 
a brand around how I can help other people. It no longer was about flaunting my travels to like look cute and flaunt this dress in different countries. It was like, yo, let me just show up and serve people. Like, what do yeah. you help with? Let me give them tips. Let me give them life advice, wisdom, like just everything that I've been through, everything that I wish I could have known five, 10 years ago. I create for the person and the girl that I was when I first started this journey. That is so beautiful. And the boy that I am too. You created it for me. You created it for everybody. I I guess now I want to talk about some wins. I think again, I have just been seeing you win and win again. I bought your uh million dollar guy. Shortcut. Thank you. Thank the million dollar shortcut, guys. If you're listening, it is one of the best pieces of e-literature. <laughs> that i have ever seen what was the process like creating that because that thing is massive it's worth every penny everybody listening pick it up thank you so much yes million dollar shortcut.com uh for the link but i i had so much fun building it because for me i also realized that my programs are also kind of on the pricier end and i also don't have the capacity to teach on Zoom to every single person that needs my help. So I was like, let me build something that people can go through at their own pace, but also it kind of codifies and packages all the most essential aspects of brand building and it, to, to give to people who need it. And yeah, for me, it's like, it's again, creating extensions of me because I, I can't always be available to help people. So let me create products that can kind of serve as me. <laughs> Yeah. How important is it in this day and age? Because it. speaking of 2020, that was so perfect because everybody was not working or going through their own. Yeah. Woo, when you talk about a timing. Yeah. It Packaging, positioning, timing, it literally everything worked in my favor in 2020. And let me tell you this as well, like as a travel blogger, like I had already been coaching other travel bloggers before 2020. So it was dope to already have an established course on the market because I saw other bloggers trying to scrap up to build courses. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I've already got mine. Like that's been selling. So it felt dope to be kind of like ahead of the curve. But yeah, I, I think for any entrepreneur or anyone who's building a personal brand, it's important to have like digital assets and digital things that can help people because real estate, like that's always going to be, people are always going to need places to live. But IP, intellectual property, like that's just as important because that's always going to be a market. People will always want to learn branding. People will always want to learn finances, uh, building a blog, all that kind of stuff is like, that's for life. It is. And I call it, I, I you call it IP, but, uh, you know, I was talking to Nicole Kane recently. We did a podcast and she likes to call it uh, digital real estate. Ooh, and exactly. It. Every piece of content is another brick. Mm. In, in the empire, you know. oh yeah, y'all be dropping gems on me. Let me tell you something. Uh, these these powerful women, yeah. it is it is such a an honor to like witness. And how did I not even think of her? Like Nicole, like because her original um, <laughs> blog moniker. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't want to call her a bitch, but I was like, no, Nicole bitchy. Like that was her. I remember being like thirteen years old and like devouring it. And seeing how she built a blog, built a brand out of a blog, and I was like, "Is this this is possible?" You know, and she really showed possibility for a lot of Black women. So yeah, she was definitely a pioneer in this space. So I appreciate her so much. And now you're showing that for so many other people. Yeah. What what uh, 
another thing that I saw, another win, because I, I watched your interview on Teachable. I love that. <laughs> that was so good. I just remember why I watched it in September. I'll never forget. I was like, wow. And I could see. So Glow, I could see it. <laughs> that was the day I saw it. <laughs> you And you know what it is. It's this thing that is so beautiful to see. It's a light. It is a, uh, it's also a knowing, like mm. you, you knew, you knew it and it was just so beautiful. And I was like, yo, I can't wait to get there one day. So I just <laughs> want to give you that flower because it was, Aww. it was, it was so beautiful. So, uh, speaking of heroes, since you're mine, I see that you just, uh, you like real Ace Boon Coons with Brendan Burchard. Like what? <laughs> that's your you got him on a text chat y'all in the group chat with tony robbins and yo when i tell you you ate that right on up i said look at her i don't even sometimes i because and here's the thing that no one really prepares you for or talks about is like when you get to a point where you're like is this really my life you also got to act like you've been there before because you can't be too brand new with like yeah. when your dreams come true and you got your, your your mentors, your idols, people that you've admired for years literally just text me like, Glow, what's up? And like, I can't wait till the world opens back up, fly you down to Puerto Rico. Like, oh, here's, you know, show you my home. Like, just so casual and cool. I'm like, yeah, let, let me pretend we're BFS. Like, what? <laughs> you know, but just he is just the most giving and generous man ever. And he really embodies this true servant leadership. And I, I modeled my brand after that because he was such a great mentor for me. And it goes to show as well, build the brand that you want your mentors to see. Build the brand that your mentors would be proud of. Because yeah. when I think about what I'm building, I'm like, if Oprah landed on my page, would she be inspired by what I'm building? If Michelle mm. Obama stumbled on my Instagram, would she click follow back, you know? I like that. Turn your idols into your peers. Mm. And, and, and just build a brand around what you think they would admire. Yeah, I, I really love that. How do you feel about your brand now? You love it? I, <laughs> if, if, if we're going to keep it real, real and honest here, I think I'm also in the middle of a revamping of sorts. I love what I've been able to build but I'm also restless with like, there's more, there's more I could be doing. Yeah. So I got my, my whiteboard and my little um, easel pad of like pages of notes of like, you know, cause I was telling you that I've been in hermit mode, but lately I've been allowing the ideas and the creativity to kind of download and manifest into actual concepts. So, you know, being a one woman show as well, isn't the easiest thing. I had a point last year where I thought I needed a manager and it didn't, Aries, I don't think we're meant to be managed. I'm gonna be real. We're, we also don't like being CEOs. We we make horrible managers and horrible bosses because we're too laid back. Like, oh yeah, do what you want, get it in when you can. Like, you know. Yeah. We also, if we feel called to create, we're gonna create. If we don't, we're gonna chill. Like, I don't yeah. to to act on deadlines. Like, deadlines are, are important, and when I'm working with brands and sponsors, the work will get done but I create my best work when I'm in flow state and I'm inspired and called to create in that moment. And you can't always optimize or you don't know when that's going to happen. You know, yeah. I like having agency over my days and over my time. 
But we'll, we'll see what this next version of myself looks like. I feel like Glow 3.0, you know, is being birthed. And Ooh. yeah, we'll see what comes on the other maybe, side. Maybe get a little assistant or something. You got a little virtual assistant? I'm maybe. trying. I, I'm, you know, a part of me is like, I almost feel like they're going to find me before I find them. Because the oh. person that's going to be able to handle the monstrosity of what I'm working on, I feel like I can't find them on ZipRecruiter.com, you know? Right. Like, right. it's going to be like a divine connection where they were- Manifestation. That part, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I I, I always, I always uh, talk about manifestation. And I have even got to the point where, like- glow you know that we are other people's manifestations oh yeah wow yeah you know what i'm saying like people needed you to go through all of that pain and sadness and god needed you to go through all of that yeah. to be able to inspire other people and when you show up people are like this is who I've been waiting for. There she is. And it like, that's how I start thinking about manifestation. Instead of thinking of like, oh, I want to manifest this in my life and manifest this. I kind of say, oh, I'm being manifested for somebody else. Mm. And that's where the service comes in. That's when you start thinking of like, okay, how can I live up to what they want manifested? And it just, it just makes you better and better. That's so powerful. And I think for me as well, if I can find purpose in my pain, I feel more inspired by it. But when I go through something, I, the first, because Tony Robbins teaches this, but he's like, everyone has a primary question. So when you're going through something, that question that you ask yourself is like, what makes you a better person? But your primary question has to be positive. So my primary question is, what is this teaching me? I'm going through something hard. What is this teaching me? My primary question used to be like, oh my gosh, again? Or like, well, what now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this really going, like, I would always, like, it was a complaint. Yes, yes. When you can rise to the occasion of your question, like, okay, what is this teaching me? Who is going to be on the other side of this? What would an elevated me do in this situation? You know, it, it forces yeah. you to kind of approach things with more purpose and intention. Wow. So we got this year coming up and I love the intentions. I love the words. I I just love everything that you're giving again to the world. What uh what what advice are you doing something to well you are. I was going to say you're doing something to create other leaders, thought leaders in this space and why is that so important to you? What yeah. is <clears throat> I think especially as leaders, like as a leader, I don't want to develop followers. I want to develop more leaders. And in all of my coaching programs, if people graduate from the program and still feel like they need me, I didn't do my job. Because the Ooh. point is to empower you to believe in yourself, to show you that you have the tools, here's how to activate them. And so if you still feel like after our coaching is done, you still got to come to me for the validation and the affirmation. It's like, I enabled you. I didn't empower you. Yeah. I, I So, Glow, I just did my first uh, paid one-on-one -on -one coaching. Oh, yeah. Talk to me. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> I was like, what's happening here? And, um, you know, 
it was it was interesting because the gentleman um reached out to me and uh he was like elton do you like could you consult with me because he's trying to build his portfolio and a lot of people are nervous about investing like because we've been programmed to think that the stock market is a gamble that you're going to lose your money and i think that's like the general census yeah and i think it's almost like the joke of the rich to keep us poor in a way because i'm like when you see it it's like it's easy it makes sense you know the the way i tell people is to invest in what you know yeah everybody got netflix (laughs) everybody use google right everybody got an apple and if you would have bought any of those stocks five years ago your money would have freaking double triple 10x yeah. like it's it's literally that simple so uh i want to simplify the process and normalize people investing like i just want it to be the most normal thing i want us to be able to talk about investing in stocks like the weather like did you buy that peloton stock girl oh, i sure did peloton stock is doing well i'm so <laughs> i think i got it right before beyonce announced her <laughs> her collaboration i was like oh yes. watch this. let me see what this gonna do <laughs> yes so that's kind of like that's kind of like my mission for the year and it's been going well so i think the fact that i put it out there and that's the that's how the law of attraction works you know it's not it's not necessarily you attract what you want you attract what you give mm. and what you give is like the vibration that you're putting out there you're putting out this vibration so it's actually the law of vibration that you're sending out and i was like oh i got i made my first dollar as a coach and a brand and it's art it's only january like 17th so i'm super excited like what was that like for you what was your first dollar made abroad because you got how, you got 47 streams of income now oh, i can't stand you i think at, at its peak it was, 20, <laughs> it, it was 21 at its peak in 2019 and i dissolved a lot of that because i was just like and here's the thing i think i did that because i i like to, to push myself to capacity so that i can yeah. reel it back and say okay what makes sense what's what isn't a good use of my time and all that kind of stuff um i think in 2021 i think I'm gonna be around seven. So, I mean, that's a massive scale down because there was three types of freedom that I was after starting as a travel blogger. The first one was location freedom. I wanted to be able to make money anywhere in the world. Once I got that, I was like, okay, I'm making pennies in Paris. How can I, you know, make, get that financial freedom? So then when I hit the six figures and the seven, or the six figures earlier in my career, then I was like, okay, now I want time freedom. So once I got the time, or once I got the financial freedom, I was like, now I'm going to buy back my time. I'm going to make less money if I can dictate how I get to use my 24 hours. Because when I had those 21 streams of income, making a lot of money, but my day, you, I was owned from like 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. I was on the clock. Girl, you had a gumball machine. and a- <laughs> I had coaching calls. I had my course. I had my students. I had my Slack group. I had my Bali Blogger boot camp. I had my retreats. I had a conference in Puerto Rico. I was doing everything. Wow. Like it was a lot. And being able to scale to seven figures as a solopreneur is an incredible feat. But now I can scale back and say, okay, do I need seven figures this year? Like, do, is that, I, I don't have a financial goal this year. Like now that I know what it takes to hit seven figures, 
I'm like, let me see what comes doing things the way I want. <laughs> so 2021, yeah. I'm going to make the money that I make doing things the way I want to do it. And I'm excited to see like what that looks like, you know? So. Yeah, no, I was, I was talking to a coach, uh, one of my business coaches in, in, in Bali where I used to live, where we're supposed to go. Me and Glow are supposed to meet in Bali, but you know. No, it's, it's world is weird. Pending, pending. We'll say pending. <laughs> but uh, one of the things he taught me was that uh, he was like, "It's harder to get to seven figures. It's harder. It's so hard to get to that first million, but to get to the the eight figures is easy because you know how to scale. Yeah, and you know how to automate. The same was. It was so hard for me to get to six figures. But once I hit that six figures, seven was easy because once I I'm like, okay, I just created more prod, prod products that could each do six figures. So I was like, like j just my digital products alone did 400,000 in 2020, just digital products. And this is like me building something once and it earns indefinitely. Oh. It, and, and it's a beautiful thing. That's why I, I, I preach it so much to entrepreneurs, like create a, a digital asset. Like your intellectual property is is so powerful. There's so much nuggets in here because your lived experience, no one has like, no one can spend the 30 years of like the life experience, the trauma, the education, the travel, everything that I've done in 30 years to get to this point. No one has that time and no one has the, the capability to live my life of 30 years. So like, okay, Glow, I'll buy this thing if it tells me everything that you know about X, Y, Z. You know, yes. yo, that's so amazing. And I think I'm so glad you shared the number because it's very important for people to hear that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, people like try to hide and let's normalize and, it. Let's normalize it. Normalize it. That's why I talk about how much I made in the stock market because I want people to understand. Like, I was going through a healing journey sipping on coconuts and I was able to make money. And I was like, because I learned how the most one of the most important keys is to have your money work for you mm. so just like you got your digital products so that's my next step like i went from working for money spending exchanging time for money yeah now i'm on step two which is having my money work for me and step three once i crack that code of <laughs> getting this getting this uh residual income it's a wrap it is a riggedy wrap well Speaking of rap, we're about to wrap it up a little bit. I could talk to you literally forever. Likewise. But, and I think I, I, we have to do this again, like maybe every six yeah. months or something. We gotta, we gotta catch up and see where we are with our goals. No. <laughs> and see if we're changing our words every, every 10 minutes. Look. <laughs> Stick with harmony, sis. <laughs> this is good. This is good. <laughs> As we come to a close, you know, I, again, I just love your energy. I love everything you're doing. I am just <laughs> so happy for, like, I am so happy for you, like, genuinely from the bottom of my heart. What, uh, I guess, what would you want anybody listening to, you know, take away from, from you? Mm. What, what do you, what do you want to give the people that are listening to this podcast? Yeah, I would say don't be afraid to start small. I think everyone is afraid of their day zero because so many people are popping and so many people are showing how popping they are. 
it's very easy for us to be like, oh, well, if I can't show up looking like them yet, so let me not even show up at all. And a lot of people are afraid to even start. And it's like, don't be ashamed to start small. We like, I literally, my Instagram, I archive and delete nothing. I want, I, I encourage people to go back to 2008 and see how just shitty, <laughs> excuse my language, yes. my, my pictures, my, my, my action, like I had no quality <laughs> to anything I did, but I showed up because I knew I had a story and I, I allowed myself to start. Even if I didn't have direction, I moved forward. So a lot of us are waiting for clarity before we move. Clarity comes from movement. So you got to put yourself out there. You got to take action, take steps, find people, find your tribe who are encouraging and positive and supportive and want to see you win because, oh my gosh, you will encounter people who you think are for you, but you start winning and they start feeling some type of way. So like- Girl. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Girl. But uh <laughs> but no, I love that clarity creates movement. Comes from movement. Yes. I think that is so beautiful. And and I am sticking to what you said. I'm taking your advice. I'm starting this podcast in the closet. See, I got a little I said I told Glow for the show starts. I said I'm gonna shoot this podcast in the closet because a year from now. Picture. When I got a studio <laughs> and I'm popping, put the hanger up. <laughs> when I'm this, I want to be remember me like this. Yes, I love when this. I, when I got a studio, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna be mad. Well, Glow, this is you are one of those people that every time I leave a conversation with you, I feel amazingly better. I am so honored and privileged to be able to, you know, get the the front row seat to what's going on in your life. And I am going to let you go back to being a hermit. (laughs) (laughs) And pleasure is always mine to do this anytime. And I'm so proud of you for starting this. I'm so excited to see where it goes and the people that you're going to help. I'm just... I'm the lady for you. I'm super excited. So where where before we go, where can people find you again? Where where should people go? Yeah. To... Um, Instagram is where I hang. Well, usually <laughs> where I hang. <laughs> Glow graphics, G-L-O graphics. And if you want to um learn from me, you can go to learnwithglow.com. <laughs> uh, I love it. She is a whole educator out here. She got a whole <laughs> online learning Phoenix University. <laughs> Everest College. <laughs> All right, boo. Thank you so much, and I appreciate the time. I love you. Love, love. love you too, friend. Bye. Bye. <laughs>